Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have Sean Bowles on the show. And he is talking to us about how God speaks in our dreams. Not like our dreams that we want for the future, but our dreams that we have at night. And a lot of us don't really know how to interpret dreams. We just kind of shove them off or, you know, oh, that wasn't really anything. That was just, you know, the thing that I ate last night before bed. But God really, I believe, wants to speak to us in our dreams. And something I like that he says is that if he's praying about something, he asks God, Lord, just give me a dream about that tonight and help me to solidify, you know, the answer to my prayer and the answer to my question. So it's important for us, really, and it's it's important because it's a kind of a matter of faith, too, honestly, because I think a lot of times we're like, oh, God can't speak to me in my dreams, or oh, that was just this, or maybe I don't have the right interpretation. But I think that as we continue to trust God in the process and to really seek after interpreting the dreams that we have, we'll be surprised to find that He is actually speaking and guiding us. Here's Sean. Sean, in the Bible, there's all these examples of where God is speaking to prophets or people in a dream. Yeah. Um, do you feel like God is still speaking to people in that way today? It's like one of my favorite ways that He speaks okay. because it doesn't require me doing anything. He, he hides it, like it says in Job, that He hides His instruction in Job's heart or in man's heart at night. And you see Joseph saying, isn't God the giver of all dreams? And not meaning all, but all spiritual dreams. And so, yeah, I absolutely think God's giving dreams, but I think the art of interpreting the dream, if it's not direct, is a talent or a gift we have to grow in. Mm. I wonder, like listening to you talk, like as, why, why would God use a dream instead of like having someone come give me a word or speaking to me, you know, consciously? Yeah. Why wouldn't he just give it to me? I think two yeah. things. One is that um, we, we usually, the dreamer usually knows it's God. And we've gone yeah. to New Age fairs and we've gone to like, um, pregnancy clinics and places and asked them if they had a reoccurring dream that they were troubled by mm-hmm. or that stuck with them, that they felt there was a meaning in it every time someone says yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone I've ever asked, do you have a reoccurring dream or a dream that has concerned you or that you've thought about over and over that you can't shake? Yeah. And so I think people know that God's done something. They know there's a spiritual dream inside of them. And it's different than it's it's different than a vision because a vision you can count discount and say I must have been hallucinating, mm-hmm. but a dream is something that just kind of sticks in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you know people, God was looking for ways that are creative when He created us to impart His nature to us and to impart His thoughts to us. And He gave us sleep. He gave us you know usually eight hours is a good amount of sleep that we should get. Yeah. And He hides Himself in that sleep because it's the glory of God to hide something, it's the glory of kings to seek it out. And just like Jesus told parables, these are parables of the night. He wants to show us something purposely, usually it's not direct. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are direct dreamers, but purposely he's doing it in a way that actually causes us to, to be curious about who he is, curious about his nature. How do you know if the dream or the word from God is really from God and not just, I had too much you know, anchovy mushroom pizza last totally. night? Totally. <laughs> I mean, the first thing is, you know, there's the, we have to line up theologically, so it's not gonna be like, like if God kills somebody, we know it's not God. That's not God's nature. So it has to line up with the biblical nature of who God is. And so that's a pretty easy one we could figure out, mm-hmm. okay, it seems to not not line up. So it's probably something I gotta look at. Number two, there's a lot of desire dreams or there's a lot of psychology dreams where we're just working something out. If you've been around conflict all day, you might have a 
war dream or something, and mm-hmm. you don't want to take that and go, there's warfare in my life. Oh, what's God doing? Mm-hmm. You need to look at where you were at in the day. Like, does this Get line up with something? Yeah, exactly. Like My teeth falling that? out. Totally. And, yeah. and But some of that, like teeth falling out is a very common dream, but it's actually a lot of times that's God showing you, I'm giving you new wisdom. I'm giving you new new ways to speak. I'm giving you a new ability. So even those ones, like the most common dreams are teeth falling out and flying and these kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. But God can be in those dreams as well. And then the, the third thing is like, there is a law first mentioned. I mean, there's people like Kevin J. Connor wrote a book that's out of print now, but it was like looking at the biblical symbology and the first time things were mentioned in the Bible and what they meant. Because everything in the Bible, like, I mean, the Jewish race has so many symbols. Absolutely. And so when you look at what God meant through green or what God meant through blue, those are good things to learn about the nature of God and why he put those symbols for the Jewish people. But we don't want to limit ourselves to that because blue to mean means something different than to the Old Testament Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And so we do want to look at the context of God speaking to me, mm-hmm. not to an Old Testament people. So he's going to use current references and things that are meaningful to me to speak to me. So learning your language, your dream language with God is important. And some people go, well, I've only had one dream or I don't dream. Everybody dreams psychologically, it's proven. But when you retain a dream, you want to look at why you're retaining it. Mm. It seems like if you study, if you said, you know, if you study, you know, blue in the Bible means one thing, but blue means something else to me or whatever. It seems like I would get confused with that. And then I would be like, well, why would, why would I study, you know, blue in the Bible? Well, the reason why is because you, you want to learn God's symbolic nature and his symbolic heart. So you're like, yeah. okay, you spoke through symbols. You spoke through parables. So I'm going to read the parables, yeah. figure out how Jesus interpreted them, figure out how they're interpreted now today. Mm-hmm. Because when I do that, it's giving me interpretation skills, not necessarily the actual things that are being interpreted are important for me right this second, but it's giving me the skill of how you translated God's heart mm-hmm. through that parable to a, a congregation of people or a, a group of people. And we need to learn how to do that, be good interpreters and translators of God. And so I, I think we can do that by when we, when we receive a dream, like what we do with my wife and I, if I have a dream, we'll make sure to tell the whole dream. Then we pray together and go, what do you think the dream means? What do you think the dream means? I'll give my impressions, she'll give her impressions. Then we write it out, then we wait on it. And I've had some really key dreams in our marriage, and so has she, yeah. that she'll say she has a better memory than me. She's like, okay, wait. Remember that dream from four years ago? I'm like, no. And she goes back to it, <laughs> yeah. pulls up her phone, reads it, and goes, there's something of a this is that moment. We need to look at this moment. I think this is part of the interpretation for what we're walking through now. Yeah. I also think there, do you think there might be something to do with like being in a subconscious place of thinking too? Like it, maybe it's yeah, your easier for is, us to hear from the absolutely. spirit. Absolutely. Your mind is not in action mode. Your and you, mind you is can't fall asleep mode. unless you relax. You have to relax mm-hmm. your whole body. You have to be completely still. And I almost think the way that we hear from dreams, maybe does that teach us something about how to even hear when we're awake? I mean, I think of a woman that's a friend of ours that we had on our podcast, and she she shared how she had a dream about starting a business, and in her natural mind would have never started a business, saw herself as a mom and a minister only. Mm-hmm. But in the dream, she couldn't shake the dream, and she knew the business. She knew the kind of business it would be. And so she decided after three years of going, I just can't stop thinking about that dream. And she kind of had a product in her heart. She's like, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to walk it out. I can't shake the dream. What if it is God? Not what if it isn't God, what if it is God? And now she's a multimillionaire businesswoman who does ministry and supports ministries and is a great mom, but she needed to be that to really fulfill who she was in God, but she didn't even see it. So in the dream life, God, she says God gave her the dream because she would have never believed it if she was awake. Okay, so God speaks to us through dreams. How do we cultivate like just hearing from God when we sleep, when we dream? I mean, I'd love to just hear God more often when I'm sleeping. 
I think we pray for it. We ask God for it. And then we recognize when it happens. So if I pray before, especially before a big decision mm-hmm. or before something that's going on in my life, a relational conflict or something I'm walking through, I say, God, would you give me a dream about that tonight? And it doesn't mean I'm like disappointed if he doesn't. I'm just giving him an opportunity. Then when I wake up, immediately recognize, was there a dream? And if there was a dream, is there anything I can get an interpretation from or that, that's helpful? And kind of take it through a process. I think... We don't do that enough, so we just mm-hmm. we might have one dream that we remember our whole life that's mm-hmm. reoccurring or something. Yeah. But if we ask God for dreams, He's so faithful. And I know my wife stopped dreaming for a season. She goes, God, why did I stop dreaming? You said you stopped asking, and you stopped mm-hmm. writing them down and journaling them, and you stopped stewarding them. So I stopped giving them to you. It's interesting to like, think oh. of a think of a dream as something you steward. So would you recommend? Like I, I've heard people in the Christian world say this. But I don't do it, but. Maybe I should. I mean, where you keep, you know, like a journal or a sheet of paper by your bed and you just. No, write I do down. my phone. I grab my phone. Yeah. I just record it. I sound like a oh, drunk person. It. Yeah. In the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, man, this happened and this happened. But I record it immediately. Oh, even when at it like happens. three in the morning? Three in the morning, I record it. And, and maybe one out of every 10 makes a lot of sense. And then the rest of them may be pizza or maybe psychology or maybe whatever. Sometimes God gave us sleep as a gift. So, you know, a lot of things happen in it. But when it is God, it's so profound. I hate interpreting, just so you know. Like, I hate, uh, my best friend has been a dreamer for 20-something years. I've listened to his dreams. Mm-hmm. I call him, and I know I'm going to listen to a five- to seven-minute dream because he's a dreamer. Sometimes mm-hmm. 15-minute dream. And I'm like, Lord, but Im- immediately when I start to go, wait, you're entrusting us with part of your heart. If somebody I really cared about called me, a major pastor, Oprah Winfrey, and said, hey, can we talk for a minute and shared something with me, I would be attentive. Mm-hmm. But so for some reason, when it's a dream that I know it might be God, I was checking out. And I went, I want to be attentive to you, the God of all the universe, who might have hidden yourself in my dream. I want to focus on this, and I want to really let this do its process in my life. And so I think just recognizing that it's God, that he loves us, that he wants to speak, and then being present with that, connecting that, and looking for, he gave it to us, so he's going to make sense out of it. He's going to give us the tools it takes, the relational conversation it takes to make it worth something, to make it valuable to us. But we might have to mine a little bit for that gold. That was Sean Bowles, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Sean Bowles, How to Interpret Your Dreams from God, Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information at his website, bowlesministries.com, and that's B-O-L-Z, Ministries. Sounds like you're saying bolts, but it's not, it's bowls. Anyway, hope you have a great day. In- Go live your 320 life. And remember, tonight, ask God, Lord, give me a dream. Have a great day. God bless.